Welcome to Scanner School. My name is Phil Lichtenberger. Today we're going to talk about monitoring your child's school. Why would we want to do this? What can you hear? I mean, is this something you should be doing? Absolutely. And we're going to talk about it on today's podcast. All units stand three. It now appears as though shots are being fired. All officers use caution. It has been confirmed. Suspects are armed and are firing at police. Welcome to Scanner School. Sometimes we like to change things up a little bit here when it comes to our scanner monitoring. And I think one of these things that we kind of don't think about monitoring might be our kids' school. Of course, when we think about scanning, police, fire, EMS, right? Those are the kinds of things we kind of gravitate to. Maybe you're into aviation or railroad monitoring, right? But who thinks about monitoring schools? Well, why should we monitor our kids' schools? Because the world's a crazy place. And wouldn't you want to know firsthand about what's going on, especially when you think about it? Schools go on lockdown. Who's going to give you the information? Nobody, right? It's kind of like not only do they lock the doors, but they lock all forms of communications. They don't really tell the parents anything. And it's a good way of knowing what is going on with your children or the school. It could be nothing. And and, I mean, most of the times, right, it's really nothing (laughs) that's happening. And I say that with a little bit of laughter because it's nervous laughter. There are occasions, right? We we all know about, right, the the big disasters that happened in, in some schools. But with that aside, right, a lot of the times schools are very cautious and they go on lockdown. And I can understand that, right? They've got your child's lives in their hands. It's their responsibilities. But to understand what's going on in the school, for your knowledge only, right, is something that you can get out of monitoring your child's school. And again, I'm not saying to monitor for any nefarious reasons. This is basically a for your information only. But not only can you get some information that could put you at ease, but it could actually be entertaining. And it's a great way to really build a bond with your child, especially get them into the scanner radio hobby. And this is something I have done with my daughter. I've been very successful with it. And it's something that she would actually look forward to doing when I would pick her up from school. It was, where's the radio? I want to hear what's going on. And she got a kick out of having the radio in her hand as we were leaving the school and and driving home a little bit and listening to what was going on in the school after we left. And again, it's not really anything really crazy that you're listening to. It really isn't. It's we need the nurse outside because little Johnny scraped his knee or Bobby's got a bloody nose or something like that, right? But again, what can you hear, right? So you kind of hear things like at the end of the day, the halls are clear, there's no students in here or send the kids down to detention or we've got a pile of garbage that's in the corner over here. We need somebody to clean it up. A lot of times you have coordination during dismissals. The buses are here, they're lining up. Hold the buses. Johnny's running down the hallway right now. We are missing a bus. Somebody call the transportation office to find out what happened to bus 30, right? 
You may also hear emergencies. Now, my wife works in a school and they use their two-way radios to call for help when a student acts out and they have to bring somebody to kind of calm the kid down. Well, that's the kind of information they put out over the radio because it's an emergency and they need help right away. You also might just hear general maintenance. Hey, the water fountain's not working. Or uh, Timmy threw up in the hallway. We need somebody to come by and mop it up. Or there's a clog in the toilets in the girls' bathroom, right? Those kinds of things you may hear on the school frequencies also. And of course, any other type of daily school business. Somebody's got a man in the front desk. There's somebody ringing on the front door. Can somebody go to that classroom and get so-so out because their parents are here early? Just general type of day-to-day business stuff is what you would expect to hear on these school frequencies. So you're interested in listening to them now, or you want to just keep tabs of what's going on. Well, what kind of systems are they using? Where I'm at, it generally means they're going to use FM, analog, simplex, point-to-point radios. That really means that you need to be really close to the radios in order to hear it. In other words, I can't be at home and listen to my daughter's school. Many of these radios that are using are basically big box, blister pack, consumer-grade radios, okay? Frequencies are normally found in the business band, so make sure that you are scanning those frequencies if you are picking up your kid from school. Larger districts, though, could actually have repeaters, which means you probably could hear what's happening from home if you live within a district. So again, larger districts could have analog repeaters because they talk between different buildings, or they could have a DMR set up. I've seen that as well in an adjacent or a uh, local school district to me, not the one I'm in, but I did hear some DMR activity as I was passing the school, and it was due to, um, they, were, they were doing busing or um, dismissal time. Colleges are a whole nother ballgame here, and they could be on their own system, they could have conventional, they could have DMR, or they could even be on a regional trunk system. And that's something to think about. We've got community colleges here and, and SUNY or statewide systems here. And SUNY basically means State University of New York. And that basically means that they're on the local county trunk system because it's a state-run system. They're just tapping into this the resources that are available to them. So it's all going to depend very much so on where you are, what your local universities, school districts, you know, whatever they are, they use. And each one is going to be its own entity. So on the other side of this break, we're going to talk about how to find them, how to listen to them, and other hints and tips when it comes to listening to your child's school. Again, I'm going to say this. This is not for any nefarious reasons. This is entertainment for your information only and should be used as such. As a reminder, anybody who's a Patreon support $3 a month level does not get this upcoming break. I know we're running through a break really quickly here, but this is a very quick podcast. So again, you can help support us by going to scannerschool.com slash Patreon. Everybody else will be back in just a second. Chances are pretty good that you shop online and buy things online. So whether it's Amazon or eBay or Scanner Master, maybe you got a new radio and you're going to buy new software from Butel. You can help support the podcast with your online purchases. If you use our support page before buying things online, you can support our show without it costing you a single cent. So before you buy your groceries, your golf balls, your socks, or maybe a new radio, software, or whatever it is. We would love it if you could use our affiliate links before you make that purchase. And this will help support the show 
at no additional cost to you. Go to scannerschool.com slash support to find out how you can help us out. Thanks again. Do you feel lost when it comes to the scanner hobby? Are you looking for someone to answer your questions? Do you have a new radio and you need help understanding how it works? Or are you working on a big project and need somebody to bounce ideas off of? Do you need a little bit more personal assistance than what you can get from an online community? And are you looking for somebody to dedicate their attention and their time to helping you out when it comes to getting you unstuck with whatever it is that you are struggling with when it comes to the scanner radio hobby? I'm here to do just that. See, you can book me for a session right now where I'll sit on Zoom and do a video or a screen share with you just as if I am sitting across the table and helping you out. You can book your tutoring session right now by going to scannerschool.com tutoring. I can't wait to help you out. Unication's G2 to G5 pages are great additions to your radio collection. Not only can they alert you with two-tone pager activations, but they can also monitor your local P25 simulcast systems that many scanner radios have problems receiving. And of course, many of our scanner school listeners are happily using their Unication pagers to scan their local trunk systems. How do I know? Because they've reached out to tell me. My company, East Coast Pagers, is an authorized Unication, Swiss phone, and Apollo pager dealer. We not only support departments and agencies, but also the home hobby user as well. Find us online at eastcoastpagers.com. So when is the best time to find frequencies you want to listen to? Well, I've always found it had the most success during dismissal. Because that's, at least by me, when I see, I can physically see staff with radios in their hands. And it's good to have your radio with you. And if you can find or see somebody who's active on the radio and you can see them moving that radio up to the mouth at all times, right? That's when you can kind of say, okay, somebody's actively talking. What is my radio doing? Is it in close call mode? Is it in scan mode? Am I hearing something that doesn't relate to what I think I am seeing with my own eyes? Like it's a guy speaking, but you hear a woman on the, on the, you know, on the radio. I mean, who knows these days, right? But that is a way of knowing what 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 you're listening to. So it's really going to be teachers, faculty, staff on bus duty is one I have seemed to have had the most success finding frequencies that are in use by school districts. Close call again may not be your friend. I've 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 struck out many times with close call, and I've had better luck with just scanning the bands. Now another tip here is to identify the radios. If you can put your eyeballs on a radio, not with your hands, with your eyes, and you can see the radio, like for example, Kenwood Pro Talk, right? Then you take that phrase, Kenwood Pro Talk, you put it into Google, and it may tell you, right, the default frequencies that are pre-programmed into these radios. And guess what, folks? School districts may not be programming in their own frequencies. They might just take these radios out, and because they're FRS or, or uh, business band frequencies that don't need to be licensed. They're just using the frequencies that are already in the radios. And I've seen that as well. But you can also look at the FCC website or radio reference. And again, those may or may not be up to date. I know that is a district that I've been listening to because of where I am currently living. And that's only because I'm kind of having 
construction still at my house, so we're living someplace else. I went on the FCC website and looked up some frequencies, found a whole pile of them, and just started going through those to see if I could find the frequency it was in use. Yes, it's in the business band. Yes, it's a common frequency. And I didn't really need to go on the FCC website in order to find them because I would have found them anyway by scanning the business band channels. And they're not listed in Radio Reference. So again, it's one of these deals that Radio Reference is community-based. If nobody's scanning for these things, the information will not be in Radio Reference. But remember, if it's somebody who's talking point-to-point and simplex, it's going to take you a little bit of time to finally find the frequency. It took me quite a while to find the frequency that was in use where my daughter goes to school. I was striking out constantly. But the other district that I am within visual sight of the building where I'm staying now, guess what? It took me all of 15 minutes to find the frequency. It was actually pretty, pretty easy. But the moral of the story here is be patient. It may take you some time to find the frequencies that are in use. Because remember, they're only keying up when they have something to say. And for the majority of the time, it's going to be a dead carrier. So you're going to need to just have a little bit of patience when it comes to listening or finding these frequencies. What else can you hear when it comes to monitoring your children's school? Well, the bus company, right? Buses are going to have transportation issues from time to time. Broken down buses, late buses, even issues with student on board. Could be that there's a fight that breaks out or they're just going to come around because the kids are too rowdy. Or maybe a parent calls the bus company and says, hey, you know, little Susie isn't going to school today, so don't have a pickup today at our house. Could be one of those deals as well. Of course, that's also a fun, interesting way of finding out the frequency for the bus company because when you finally hear, hey, don't pick up Susie at so-and-so address, boom, you now have a hit on that as well. A lot of activity on bus frequencies. I enjoy listening to those quite a bit. And again, that's another way you can hand a radio to your kid and say, hey, look, here's the buses. I wonder if this is your bus. And they may listen to hear if they recognize the route or the bus driver or anything else that is going on on that frequency. So let's summarize this here a little bit, right? Monitoring your children's school can be a really fun way to get your kids into scanning because they might know the teacher who's talking. And again, my daughter loved listening to her her principal and her gym teacher and some other staff on the radio because not only did they did she know, right, who the teacher was or who the person was on the other side of the microphone, but she knew who they were talking about in the school too, which again, a little bit creepy, but again, it interesting for my daughter, right? It was like, hey, dad, you know, I had a good day at school today, but can I really listen to the radio right now because I want to hear what's going on? Think about that, right? My daughter's looking for the radio. She's interested in a hobby that I am interested in. Where else can we take it? Where else can we do with it? Maybe it doesn't go anywhere, right? But this is a way for my daughter and I to bond a little bit about what is going on. It's a great way, again, of getting real-time information when other lines of communication could be cut. Now, again, remember, you might need to be on school property to hear anything that's happening in the school. So make sure that if you're there and you're listening, you're supposed to be there. You're not trespassing, right? You're not on school grounds when you shouldn't be on school grounds. You should have a reason to be on school property, first of all, right? I'm picking my daughter up from school. Yeah, that's that's a reason to be there. That's that's I'm waiting 15, 10 minutes for her to come out. Yeah, I'm gonna use a radio to kind of entertain myself a little bit. That's just the nature of the beast, right? And uh, there's nothing wrong with that. Again, where I'm staying now, I can visually see a school. So as I'm passing the time, it's buses are lining up, kids are going out. Well, let's just see if I can find them because 
that's just where I am in the hobby. I got to know what's around me and I got to see if I, I got to see if I can find them. That, that's really what it comes down to for no other reason. Hey, I found them. Guess what? I don't listen to them anymore. But it, yeah, I, I caught my fish and I throw it back, right? That's, that's really what happened there. One of the things we got to remember here too is a lot of it is if you see something, say something. So you don't be sitting there picking your kid up, standing around a bunch of other parents with this, with the radio up to your head, right? Listening, drawing attention to yourself. That's something you don't want to do, right? Leave the radio out of sight. Running the earpiece into your into your ear if you have to. Put the radio in a bag or or keep it keep it somewhere nobody's going to see it so that they don't you don't draw attention to yourself because again when it comes to student safety, right? Mama bear is not going to like it if you uh, if she thinks that you are going to threaten her cubs. Let's just put it that way. And again, don't really share with anyone you're scanning because it might cause other parents or staff to become uncomfortable. Again, my daughter found it really exciting that she was able to monitor her, you know, her teachers. And even after I told her, hey, don't tell anybody that you're doing this. Yeah, she told the teacher to, hey, you know, we're stalking you, we're listening to you. And luckily, they found it a little bit of entertaining and funny themselves. But somebody may not. So there's that as well. So again, remember, this is really for entertainment value. You can use it for finding out other things about school and school. But again, this is something that really is a bonding experience between you and your child. And I think that it's a great way to get your kids into scanning because it makes it something that is very relatable to them. And that's really the point here, right? Is how to get your kids into scanning here. Let me know if this has worked for you. I mean, have have you been able to do this to get your kids into your hobby or have you monitored schools? Do you monitor schools? Is there anything interesting that I didn't share about today? Let me know. Join us over at Discord, scannerschool.com slash Discord. Or you can join us over at Facebook by going to scannerschool.com slash Facebook group. Before we wrap up this week's podcast, I want to take a minute here to thank all of our Patreon supporters. Alan Gonzalez, Arthur Heron, Bill Kay, Bob Robs, Bob Middleton, Brandon Sammons, Brian Arsenal, Chris Paris, Classic Hank, Craig Harper, Dan, Daniel Chiavolella, Dave Pasco, David, David C., David Kuzneski, David Robertson, Danny Crotty, Ed Walsh, Glenn Davos, Greg Johnson, I Hate Junk Mail, Jack Haycock, Jacques Berry, Jake Jacobson, James Felling, Jay Reed, Jeff Block, Jeff Chapman, Jeff Waldrop, Jenny Taylor, Jim B., Jim Heinrich, John Kordoff, John Keel, John Sweeney, John Derby, John Goldenberg, John Joshua Robb, Ken Newberry, Kenneth Fowler, Kevin Zwicky, Lenny Bauer, Les Stevenson, Lloyd R., Luke Hartnett, Mark Beebe, Mason Kramer, Michael Gorman, Michael Kroger, Michael Meadows, Mike Lopez, Mike Piltz, Nicholas Stenger, Paul Bowling, Paul Teal, Randy Young, Raymond Hill, Rich Palmieri, Ronnie Box, Scott Lefgrand, Thomas Giampino, Todd Glendie, and William Arcand. Find out more about Patreon and our support tiers by visiting scannerschool.com slash Patreon. Thanks again for listening. We'll catch you again next week. 73.